Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and I'm sitting here with... Mrs. Jones, how y'all doing? We told you we was coming back. Uh, and another one. So tonight, we're going to talk about one-sided relationships. When someone falls in love with what you do for them versus what you actually are. Somebody. Right. What you are or who you are. All of that good stuff. They fall in love with your pockets. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump on in because I don't want to waste no time. Go ahead. Go so the truth of the matter is we know that there are people that have attached themselves. They might be friends. They may be people that are just acquaintances. But we know that at some point in our lives we've had somebody uh, attach themselves to us and you served some sort of purpose in their life. It might have been a ride. You know, maybe they needed a ride somewhere and you was that ride. It may have been a uh, a couple extra dollars when you go to lunch and they was that couple extra dollars, you know. It may have been something, you know, or my kid need pampers and you just always seem to be the one to come through. Like, there's always, we all have had that situation and been in that position where there's somebody that um, plays a role in our life and probably helps us out a little bit through some slumps of our life. Now, the, the thing about this is there's nothing wrong with someone wanting to help you, someone wanting to be there, be that shoulder that you can lean on. You know, people, there are people with really big and great hearts and they want to be there for other people. The problem comes when the people, um, when people begin to take advantage of those those type of people, those givers, you know, um, are what some people would call takers. We, you know, the problem is when you become a taker and you're not a giver. And how many, I mean, just think back in your mind of how many times do you know people where you gave you gave and gave and gave and they did not do they never did for you and then even when you did give and give and give like just watch their mannerisms and how they acted with you i will use an example for myself i've had people in my life you know play that role as well where it's like so you need you need my help for this you need my help for that you need my help for that. And I'm always showing up for these people. But then when I'm in a situation where I need someone, they're nowhere to be found. Or if they are somewhere to be found, it's always hang in there. You're going to be all right. Well, why is it that when I show up, you know, financially or more tangibly, you know, uh, with maybe a monetary gift or whatever it is to help you out during this time, why is it that I only get words? You know what I'm saying? So what it began to make me feel like is that, hey, there are some people that literally are only there because of what I do for them, like tangibly do for them, as opposed to, you know, actually being there because, okay, you know what? I care about you. Um, I, I'm here because I'm actually 
investing myself in who you are as a person and you can begin to see it you'll see it in different things that they do like when you have important things that that, that matter to you you may have a, a recital or you may have an event or maybe a, a, a serious situation with a child or a parent you know do they show up for you you know and the truth of the matter is is these are some of the things that help you gauge whether or not these people are just takers or if they are actually investing in you well I can honestly be serious at certain points I've been on both sides of one side of relationships I've been one that has benefited greatly for someone that didn't benefit so much greatly you know so greatly for me I've been the other way around as well where I've had people kind of you know benefit from me being you know giving and, and spending my time to help out and then them not coming back with it the other way you really have to be careful with who you call a friend because there are certain people that you know oh my gosh. you're friends and you take them out and you're always covering lunch you, you know you, when you go somewhere you're always picking them up <laughs> they okay. very seldom pick you up. Um, so they're always you. You always have those things, those one-sided situations, and we are not supposed to look at it as if you know, like if I do something for you, you're supposed to come back and do it for me, dollar per dollar, or day per day, or whatever the situation is. No, because no relationship is ever going to be equal. Right. You know, but when it gets to the point where it starts being really one-sided. To where when somebody's only calling you because they need a ride or they calling you because they just need some money or, or they're in distress. Or like if somebody's some kind only of dating you because they need a place to live. Right, <laughs> or, right. And, or you know, and, and I could be I could be seriously honest. Have I dated somebody because I didn't you know because she had her own place and she wanted somebody with her? Yeah, I've done that. But when you get beyond that that time is going to stretch out to where when you start trying to be more serious and you start talking about moving a relationship further or going into marriage and one party don't want to go there and the other party does, that lets you know, man, you were a victim of a one-sided relationship. Right, right. I agree with that. And, like, and that's the thing is it's like you don't – I like one thing you pointed out is you don't want to play, like, tit for tat, like – Oh, I did this for you, so you should do this for me. And it's not one of those things. But the reality of the matter is, is everyone wants to, at some point in their life, feel appreciated. Everybody wants to feel at some point in their life that the things that are being done, that they are doing for, for one person, that it, it can be done for them as well. And that people think enough of them to do it. You know, um, one thing that, you know, I was talking about, I think it wasn't too long ago, um, I was saying on um, Facebook about how there are these, like, what I call inner energy leeches. And basically what they do is they, every, there's always some kind of an issue going on with them. There's always some kind of a drama going on and, and. Or somehow you're the one that they always have to uh, vent to or you become almost like that trash can or that escape plan for them. 
And then at the, at the end of the day, once they're fine and once they're better, they go about their way. They, you don't hear from them for a long period of time and you're depleted, you know, and, and it, it kind of works hand in hand with that. Like, you know, you can't, you can't fashion yourself to be this type of person that every time you talk, you talk to this person, it's always a, I need, I need, it's about me. It's about, it's not, how are you doing? Or what are some of the things that are going on in your life? How can I be supportive of what's going on in your life? And the truth of the matter is, is if you are that type of person where it's always about, you know, drama go down, it's always about how you need help. People got to always lift you up because you can't keep your head above water or people always have to invest so much time in helping with this or helping with that. Like, and you can't give that same courtesy to the people around you. Yeah, it's a problem. Or when people call you and they just want to vent about a situation, but they don't want you to say nothing back. Right. They want you to. They want to come to right. you with all this fire about how mm-hmm. somebody is. Sometimes they talking to you about you, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. don't want you to either a give them what you would think would be good advice. Mm-hmm. B they don't want to hear any other truth other than the one that they got that they bringing to you. Right. Or C. They don't want you to defend your position if they're talking about you. They don't want to hear nothing that you have to say that may make sense because the only thing they want to do is just vent. Right. And my whole thing is, look, you need to go take that to God. Because if right. you come to me with some nonsense, I'm going to honestly be like, look, look, look here. We can talk the situation out and have a discussion, but having a whole one-way discussion where no. I'm just sitting here being a trash can... For everything that you say and saying, oh, well, you know, it's going to be, what, what do you want somebody to say? And sometimes like, you ain't got to say nothing, just listen. But if you're telling me something, especially something that I was there for, or I've been through, and I'm trying to give you advice, like, hey, maybe you can do this. Here's a number for you to call. Um, there's some people or there's a way to get out of this situation. I'm trying to help you out. But certain people just want to talk about, woe is me, and they just want to be in a pity party. And sometimes you just got to be like, you know what, I'm going to call you back. Why don't nobody have time for that? Like, well, like I never will call it, you back. It's like one of them moments, like you see their number on the call ID, and you like, oh, here they go. You know, but I want to piggyback off of something you said, which was like, you know, you want to, you know, you should really take that to God. Well, here, I want to expound on that because... We, we're in this society nowadays where everybody, everybody acting like they're a woman of faith or a man of faith. Everybody want to act like, oh, they believe in God and they, God has been their source for everything. But if that's the case, then how come he can't be your source through this? You know, like, don't, don't, don't pick and choose if you're going to be a woman or a man of faith. Be that every day. Why you got it? Why is it on some days? When things are good, but when everything is going crazy in your life, all of a sudden, your faith gone, and you sitting here, you got to call everybody and their mama to tell them about how bad life is going for you right now. If you're going to be a man of faith or a woman of faith when things are good, be the same way when things are bad. I don't know. I look at it like this. When you tell somebody how hard it is to, to be, to be uh, a godly person, 
That's not what a God is. We, if you trust in God, it's because God makes your life easier. God gives you joy that you can't get from the world, etc. Ain't no way I'm going to tell somebody that, man, I got all this stuff in church and it's such a burden and and, and, and you, you try to spare Jesus by all this hard work you're doing by trying to be good. Man, if, if you're not a good person, then that's why it's such a hard thing for you to be good. If you got to talk about how everybody else getting good but you, you missing the point. If you got to talk about how everybody getting promoted and you not being promoted and and God is treating you unfairly on the situation. And all of this, man, I know people. I lost my mom, and I've had those same issues. And you don't see me sitting here telling people that's why I'm homeless. Because I lost my mom, and I didn't spend a lot of time with her. Or I ain't have a dad around. And all. We all had a tough childhood. But then, you know, and then <laughs> we have. And that's true. Like, we... You know, everybody is going through something. Everybody is experiencing something. And while it, it makes it makes sense to want to call someone that you are close to and, and lament to them or open up to them about some of the stuff that's going on in your life or some of the stuff, the struggles you're having. And I'm, I'm not necessarily saying don't do it. I'm not saying, hey, don't call your friends or invent. What I am saying is that, you know, literally step back and take a look at how much when you, uh, when you converse with that person, how much of what you all talk about is centered around you and how much of it is centered around them, how much of it is negative and how much of it is positive, you know, and the, the truth, truth be told there's a lot of times that people, that's why we have so many lopsided relationships and friendships out there because you got one person that just wants, wants, wants. And, you know, they, they will completely overlook your own happiness just because they want to point out the things that they feel like they should have or the things that they feel like they're lacking or they're going through. And they will completely overlook. I've had a situation in the past where... I had a friend and literally every single time this friend called me, it was, uh, it was never, uh, there was never a, hey, I saved money on my car insurance, you know, by switching to Geico. It was never something like exciting or something. It was always a sob story or, yeah, my boyfriend did this again, or you know he ain't changing, or, yeah, the last time you talked to me was eight months ago, and it, you just don't care nothing about me because it's been eight months. And, you know, it was, it was just always, it became such a weight because it's like, hey, we are adults. We both have lives that take us in different directions. And even though those lives take us in different directions, it doesn't mean that we lose a lack of, of, uh, of consideration or care or even, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not still in my prayers. It doesn't mean that I don't care at all. But life takes you where it takes you. But there are some people that literally want you to pick them up, put, the, put them... They want you to put them in your pocket 
and carry them everywhere they you go. And it doesn't work that way. Like, no, pick yourself up. If you're going through something, yeah, I understand you need a friend and friends are going to be there. But at the, at the end of the day, you have to pick yourself up, shake yourself up and say, I got this. But let me ask this question. Are you in a relationship? And I know we got a few women that listen to the podcast. But if you are in a relationship with a dude and, you know, you got the only car in the relationship and he ain't really helping out on the bills because he live in the house that you got and, you know, you go to work and you come home and you cook and clean while this dude play video games. And that's a one-sided relationship. Like, you know, if, if, if he goes out and you have to stay at home, that's a one-sided relationship. If you are... Uh, in any way supporting somebody's habits for like you're buying them uh you're buying them alcohol drinks and you're supporting this and that or you buying like people smoke weed and stuff if you're doing all this and you don't do it yourself that's a one-sided situation you have to understand that you know why i'm not telling you what's good for everybody is the same no because if this is what you want to do go do it but if you have somebody that's honestly just draining the life out of you, where you do everything for someone and they absolutely not taking care of nothing for you, when you just have to, you not only work a full-time job, but you work a full-time situation supporting a whole nother grown individual. Not just that. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Not just that. You have certain friendships or, you know, certain people that in your family that, if you wasn't around, they wouldn't have nothing. They wouldn't have, they couldn't get nowhere. They couldn't get to the grocery store and back. They, <laughs> you know, and then you have somebody constantly, the moment you don't do something with somebody, it's a whole situation. But you know what? I wanted to say something to that too because there are some people, a lot of times what you see is people that suffer from relationships like that that are one-sided, when they deal with people in their own life, Everything they feel like they're not getting from one person, they then, ref, you know, deflect all of that onto you, and then they expect you to do everything that that person did not do for them, and and I've seen that happen so much. Like it's like I'm in this relationship with this guy, and he's not being X, Y, and Z. So now let's say another guy comes in my life, or I got a already friend in my life. Now I want you to be everything he wasn't going to be. And if you can't live up to that, then they mad at you too. And it's like, you know, my thing is, it's like you, you know, people, what's happening is, it's like, because people aren't taking the time to step back and say, okay, how did I get to this point where it's like, I'm allowing this type of relationship where it is one-sided, you know, they're not taking the, and, and there's, uh, here's the sad thing. People are so quick to not look at themselves. They will swear up and down, he is doing this, or she is doing that, or this is why I'm still here, because of this, 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 and this. And them same people, I had the same friend tell me, you know, this is why you, you need to learn how to take time for you, or you need to learn how to do this for you, and 
stuff like that. But it's like, how are you giving this information or how are you giving this advice that you can't even take yourself? Mm-hmm. Here you are telling me, oh, <laughs> you you need to take some time out for you because you've been giving it too much in this relationship and you need to hit a reset button. But you can't even hit a reset button. Get out of here. You know, like, my thing is, is like, come on. If we're going to say something, let's start being products of what we say out of our mouth. Because a lot of times what's happening is, is just like the, you know, the title of, of what we're talking about, which is, you know, you get so stuck on what other people are doing for you. You get caught up in that rather than focusing on the people. So what's happening is you're out of your mouth. You're saying one thing. Then you're doing a whole nother thing, but then you're requiring a whole nother separate thing from the people around you. So guess what? Guess what that looks like? I'm going to tell you. Toxic. You are a toxic person. That's because what it is. That is exactly what it is because now you're in this mindset because you literally are... Um, playing games on yourself. You playing games with your own mind. You are trying to make yourself feel like you are happy where you are. Let's say, like you said, in that relationship. Let's say you are in a relationship with somebody that is doing whatever they want to do, you know, and they not caring about what you want to do. Well, somehow or another, the reason you're still in that relationship is because you have suckered your own mind to thinking that it that is what number one that that's good for you. Number two, that you can't do nothing better by when you leave, you know. Or number three, you done got so comfortable that it moving away from it is actually scary. So then what you then begin to do is you begin to everything that you wish you could do, you try to put that off on other people. Oh, you should do this for you. No, what you're really wanting to say is I wish I did this for myself, you know. You see people in your life and they're doing good or they're doing this or they're doing that. And you're like, nah, you should do this, this, and this. But the truth of the matter is, is everything you're trying to make them feel like they should be doing is really what you wish you could do. And you should just go ahead and do it. Because if you, if you're not happy where you are, then you need to break free from it. But I I would say that a wise man, Jayla Rose. Yeah, a wise man. But no, but they say that people come into your life to do four things. They come to add, subtract, multiply, or divide. And if you are sitting at the kitchen table, it's like if you're a married couple and y'all trying to see if y'all can go buy a house or you're trying to see if you can afford to buy a new car. Smart people will do what they can to put all their money where it comes from, what they have in savings, and they put all this information on the table before they make the decision. Sometimes you got to take your relationships and put them on the kitchen table and examine them. Mm-hmm. Is this person adding to me or are they taking away from me? Are they multiplying, you know, uh, the good things or are they dividing the little bit that I do have? You know, if you look at it like that, it's just a simple thing. You just look at it on... Hey, these people are bringing negativity and they're subtracting right. from me. So I need to start cutting them off little by little. Right. I had a sister, and I love my family. I love my family, like, and they and they did nothing or anything like that. So whoever, hey, I love you guys. Y'all ain't coming at me. But when you start getting to that point where you start getting busy. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, but, but when you start getting busy and, 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 and people don't understand when you 
when you're doing things, you work a full-time job, you are still being a parent of three children, you play at church, and you seem like you at church Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You do a lot of work, you know, and then when you ain't working on that, you're trying to spend time with your wife or you working on your music too. So it's not just a point of you are really busy. And I, I there are two types of relationships I can be in. Ones where people understand that and we get up when we get up, but ones where people don't understand that and they don't want to come around me. That's my whole issue of I'm married. I have a wife. You're not going to come around just me anymore. You're going to come around us. Anything that's bringing division between me and my wife has to go. That's the division part. I have a set amount of money and finances. I'm not, I don't, I cannot afford to support other grown individuals. That's two, so you can't subtract from me. And the ones that do, that are adding, trust me. The weird part about it is now that I've cut the circle down mm -hmm. even further, mm -hmm. it's a lot less drama. It's a well, lot less drama. You have one or two people creep up, maybe in a, in a given year, maybe one. But as far as like drama, in the household or people yeah. come in and that you don't see man my phone is dry you know and that's it's it's i'm glad you pointed that out because that that's probably what a lot of people are dealing with when it comes to um a lot of you know setting priorities with the people that are in your lives they don't take the time to literally put it all on the table and say okay look let me examine this. Let me put this under a magnifying glass and really examine this situation or this area or whatnot. You know, and, you know, one thing I remember my mom used to say to me when, we, when I was younger or my siblings is, you know, never ask a pregnant woman for some money or mm -hmm. never ask her for food, you know, or, you know, never, never ask somebody that had, you know, that, that, that got a whole bunch of kids. Don't go to them and ask them for money. You know, I remember she used to say stuff like that. And I used to think, I'm always crazy. Why does she say stuff like that? But the truth of the matter is, is you got somebody has a whole family. You have somebody that's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. And you, you sitting here like, you know, now don't get me wrong. Every now and then people need a blessing. Every now and then people need a little help. But it, you always wanting help. No. You always in a crisis. And somebody, all you always like... Every, every other time is oh this is going bad oh I really need your help on this like first of all if you marry you got one household that's it yeah not it ain't it ain't every friend and cousin and uncle it ain't same and that's likewise with a husband or a wife I can't be me personally I can't be trying to take care of my brothers household and making sure my brother got this and that and then making sure my sister has this and that especially and when it come at the expense of money you know what i'm saying exactly or the expense of my children or expensive of any anybody that that literally lives within my home like i can't do that and somebody that would not see that as being important enough you know that right there should let you know wait a minute hold up now if you care, if you're somebody that actually cares about how I'm doing, then that would be a, a, a thought process in your mind. But sometimes people can't see beyond what they want. They want what they want, and it don't matter. They're going to come to you, and, then some, and if you don't do it, they're going to guilt you. 
and make you feel bad because you didn't do it. But I'm gonna be real though. <laughs> a lot. That's why a lot of these relationships didn't make it through the pandemic. Mm. That's why a lot of these relationships, when when the money is getting tight and wow. the price is yep. going up on everything, yep. Yep. And, and and you have this situation playing out the way it is overseas, people or people don't understand that the the money is not the end all and be all, but the money is telling you where your priorities is. Right. You ain't got it. If you look out here and you say they're they're charging almost three dollars for a gallon of milk. That man cereal gold right now. You're talking about uh, 2008 prices. If you took our money and, and you put it back into 2008, you take $100,000, it'll only be worth $60,000 in 2008. And we're not even 20 years away. So mm-hmm. that, that's letting you know that the uh, cost of everything is going up. Now, I know people, Definitely. we used to have like four years ago when I was working in the factory, people would be talking about how they was getting a job working 20 hours, $20 an hour driving the forklift. Here, I'm driving the forklift for $13 an hour. And I'm like, that ain't happening. <laughs> now, you could go drive a forklift for $20 an hour and it ain't making ends meet. Right. And that's the whole situation of just saying like, when you have a situation where you're economically pressured and you have somebody that don't want to work a job mm-hmm. and they or they work a job but they don't want to help out on household bills, items, and stuff like that. Right. Or they dragging on friends and family to pay this and pay that. I had somebody and it wasn't none about it wasn't none of my family, or whatever, but man, I get tired of people that, you know, we well off. We making all the money and people still had a nerve to post their cash app on their uh, birthday or whatever. Right. And my whole thing is I'm not knocking that whole situation because if people want to bless you, that's fine then. But it just seems like everybody just got their hand out for whatever reason they can everybody. put it out there. Everybody. And they want you to do it for them, for their kids, for the, for this, for and, that. And then remember and, that and, you and, didn't and, send and, them nothing. Right. And then the, and the crazy thing about it, okay, so I'm going to say this. I wasn't going to put this out there, but I'll put it out there. Because everybody that deals with me, even in my real life, knows that I am straightforward. And I don't... I don't <laughs> real sit, life. <laughs> yeah. Real life. You know, because some people be different when they're on different platforms and stuff. Like, this is, this is me every day. But anyway, um, but the truth of the matter is I, I straight up told somebody that I was going to buy their child a gift. And then when that, when, when that, uh, uh, that person, their child, uh, when they told me what their child wanted, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll get you something. And then the child came to me with a, with a gift that's like $200. Like, yo, what, yo, why in, first of all, let's just break this down. Why in the world, now, I love, I love my babies. And when I say my babies, I mean my own children, other people's children. I I love children. I do. I I have a big heart for them. And you can find, you would have, especially before marriage, you would have found me, putting $20 here and there in all kinds of kids' pockets because that's just who I am. But when here I am in a, in a, in a new uh, phase of my life, I'm married, I have children to take care of, I have a home to take care of, I also have my own immediate family, and, and this is a distant friend, 
and here you are, you know, I tell you, oh yeah, uh, actually, you know, I know her, her birthday's coming up and blah, blah, blah. And the first thing you send to me is, oh, what she told you she wanted. Not what she told me, what she told you. And that's like $250. Why would you, in my mind, I was thinking, why would you ask me for this? Man. Because first of all, it's like, you know, I there are some things that are small in 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 you know, hey, my daughter would like some, you know, some makeup or maybe my daughter would like a a a hat or a cute little purse or a doll or something or a little something baby doll little or something like this. But I'm thinking like like a like a PS5. Like why would you in your right mind ask me for a PS5. No, well, PS5 is like 800 bucks. But I'm just... <laughs> but, but I'm saying people will do it. And they will come to you and ask you for stuff like that. Because... And, and I ain't even going to put what it was that was asked. But it was up there. It was at least 250 And I was thinking in my mind, like, what in the world would possess... If I... Do you even know if I would buy my own child that? Like, Really? Oh. And it's and it's crazy because it's like people look at you, they think you well off, they think things may be going a, a certain way for you, and then they start asking for things that they know could and well, you know. <laughs> you yeah, but I'm gonna be real. Like there are certain points. Like I said, I've been on both sides of a one-sided relationship. No, I remember getting that. Hey, can you get my kid an Xbox for their birthday? And it was somebody that I hadn't talked to in a while. But it's just a point of, you know. I'll do, I'll do X, Y, Z, but I know what I can and can't do. And I know... But that's, we, that's, but we, we try that's to, crazy. But, but see, some people don't understand that. In my, in my situation, I'm no, saying. But, 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 but even that, some people don't know the cost of things. Like, we talk about that to chip Stop. shortage. No, 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 no. Just, just, yes, no, no, no. <laughs> they don't know the cost no, no, of no, uh, Xbox no, or PS5. Hold on, I'm talking about like the old one. But I'm saying even the old one. <laughs> no, even the old Xbox. The old Xbox costs almost as much as the new Series S does. What kid? What kid is actually when they? If a kid is asking for a PlayStation, who is actually asking for the old Series? I know people. No, older but, people no. are are wanting them because why? These older models, they like these older models, so they they want to hold on to them. But these young children, these young kids. They're not wanting older models because they don't even know why the, the older model would be wanted. But no, I'm just saying in general, so the people, price of things is going up anyway. That's true. That's like, true. Like, because there's that's a true. chip shortage and computer stuff is going, like the price of uh, Apple products and everything else is going up yeah, because they true. don't make enough chips to make the computers anymore. That's true. So yeah. people don't understand that. You be thinking that, oh, uh, you can get my kid a phone. I want their phone to do this and this and this. No, bro, you're going to get the $20 Android I got laying over there that I ain't used in a minute. <laughs> right. You're going to get something else because the thing is, even a used iPhone is costing four or $500 these days. But it's just even used ones and stuff. But the thing is, is when people, I just think sometimes, and that's the thing, back to the, the, the title of what this is all about, is, you know... While we asking all these things from people, what are you doing to invest in that person? I mean, I know people that have asked me for um umpteen billion things, but 
when I was out doing, you know, poetry, did nobody show up? When I was out doing music, did nobody show up? When I went, oh, am I pinching a nerve? (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, you wanted everybody and their mama to drop everything for you, but where were you when situations, now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that these people were never there in my life. What I am saying is the things that mattered to me now, Maybe the things that, not the things back in the day that you showed up for. I'm talking about today. Do you really know who I am today? And a lot of times people don't take the time to get to know who you are today. They expect you to still be who you were back then. And if you're anything less than that, they have a problem. And and, and, and it's it's not it's not fair to the person. It's not fair, um, you know, across the board because... What's going to happen is is you push somebody up against a wall and try to pin them into who they used to be. And guess what? Some people come out swinging. Man, you know what I'm saying? All I know is if you're not... And not literally swinging, but figuratively. Some know. people have a hard time looking in the mirror and seeing that they're the one being toxic. And, and that's a situation in itself. But then when, when, you're, when you're on the other end of this, and that's why I say I always... But they say let a man examine himself. Uh, yeah, people, the people who know me and the people that are, especially the people that have been around me, my new friends and family, we call them. But yeah, you, when you do stuff for people, when you're uh, taking care of business and stuff like that, not because you want somebody to get you back or something. No, not because of that. Just because you just want to be a good dude. You know, and, and just because that's the way it goes. I'm not trying to be good because I want you to see me later on or when it's my birthday, I want you to come around this way. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, look, this guy has been a stand-up guy. You want to take care of people, especially when they help you, mm-hmm. you know? And certain people that'll be there for you, they'll get out their bed in the middle of the night to come check on stuff for you. They will watch over your kids, you know, that type of situation. You do want to have an extra, you know, when it comes to people, especially the family that ain't blood family. Right. The people that could have easily just walked out, but they still hanging around. Right. These people, you definitely want to make sure that, you know, you take care of the people that are also taking care of you. Right. Right. When it comes to that situation where somebody's constantly, you know, got a pipeline from your pockets or... They're constantly uh-huh. asking you to do this, constantly asking you to come over and help with this. Mm-hmm. Or what What was Pat talking about? When somebody want to ask you to move and it's a three-day event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You get there and ain't nothing packed. They just sitting there taking up your time. You know what I'm saying? And this ain't nobody in particular, but I'm just saying, like, when, when you're doing a lot of stuff with certain people, mm-hmm. and, 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 and when you go through a situation, nobody's around. Yeah. You start realizing, you know. The truth about, about and let's just be honest. Everybody want to laugh at this Medea stuff, and it used to come out back in the day. But one thing I will say I saw on there that I will agree with is, but it wasn't even Medea that said it. It was somebody else. I think it was Maya Angelou. But basically, the, the statement was, when someone shows you who they are, believe, believe them. them. So if this is who you are seeing from others, 
And, and it works the same way with me. If people are seeing a certain thing from me, then hey, that's who I am right now. And it's okay if you don't like it. And it's okay if you don't want anything to do with it. But it works the same way with them. Yeah. If I'm looking at you and this is what you're showing me and it's not what I like or it's not something that is conducive for me, then guess what? I don't have to stay here. But one thing that you don't want to do is get into the mindset of you don't want to manipulate. And I think what's happening nowadays is people are manipulating others and, and making them somehow feel guilted into, you know, uh, oh, well, you should... You should be there for me because after all, I, you know, no. If, if, if you have kept track of everything you've done for a person with the intent to, to manipulate them on, on doing whatever you need them to do, then you're wrong. And if I was the people that are dealing with you, I would run and get far away. Because the, the last thing you want to do is be someone that is manipulative. And, you, uh, and then lastly, the other part I would say is, while you're also not wanting to, and you shouldn't be someone that is manipulative and try to maneuver people's emotions toward whatever situation you've got going on, you also want to make sure that you sincerely want this person in your life. And, and part of wanting that person in your life, friend, relationship, whatever, means that there are some things about that person that you have to accept. You can't say, I'm not going to accept some of the core things about that person. Case in point, I don't want to deal with your kids, but I want you. No, you don't want me in your life because my children are my life. So my thing is, is like some of those core things about us should not be up for debate. Ooh, my children, my husband, my my mother, like certain things like that, these are not up for debate. If you don't want to be around them, then you don't want to be around me, period. End of the story. So those are the things I feel, you know, in my summation need to need to happen to make sure that there are quality relationships, quality friendships, and that on both sides you are getting my respect and I am getting yours. Did you I, I think you summed it up pretty good. I think I did too. Because <laughs> you, you had a lot on this. I think I did too. But the truth of the matter is is we learn from experience. It's not like this is coming from a judgmental side. This is coming from I've been there, I've done it, I've had situations where I've been the perpetrator and situations where I've been the victim. So mm -hmm. when you begin to see it from both sides, you can say that, but it and it and it comes from complete love. We have nothing but love for our viewers and everybody that's or listeners, listeners. and viewers <laughs> um, we have nothing but love for the listeners and you know this isn't a, an attack on anybody even even my friend you know who you are I love you but the truth of the matter is is let's call a spade a spade let's not play with this thing we're grown we're adults some of us got kids and some of us you know are, are working on it but even with that being the case um, we need to handle these things maturely and stop you know, putting on little kid gloves, but then wanting to do grown, th grown stuff, you know? Well, I think this was an excellent topic, um, conversation, because a lot of people are struggling with this topic. It was brought to us two weeks ago, so forgive us for not getting to it 
right away. And yeah, one-sided relationships are a really big deal. They um, really are. Um, so I I'll say wanna, one more thing. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. The last thing I want to say is because I also want to end it on this too. Is that if you have been in a one-sided relationship, maybe you are in one right now, you know, start praying about it and see if there is a way that you can kind of bring some resolve to a lot of those situations. Right now, it's a lot of stuff going on. People are dealing with uh, depression. People are dealing with anxieties. And by no means do um, you have to go through that by yourself. There are people that you can count on and that you can call, but you have to make sure that you prioritize things. But a great way to start that is to develop a relationship with God, say a prayer, go to to in prayer however you find, because I know that helps us as a, as a couple, and we pray often. But whatever you got to do to make sure that mentally you can, you can find some kind of stability, start there, you know, so... That's all. Sorry. <laughs> well, and I'm just going to say a uh, special prayer for the world as a whole, especially, like I said, the situation going over in Russia uh, with, with the Ukraine. Just uh, just pray for everyone involved that they can sit at a table and stop fighting. Um, step one. Step two, we just want to talk about a lot of people are going through depression and mental illness. A lot of people are committing suicides. And... If you need help, get the help, man. Get the help. We'd rather have a live person getting help than be burying someone else. Right. You know, so right. if, if, if suicide, suicidal thoughts or depression is creeping in, get whatever help you need. Um, right. And, and that being said, special prayer to a lot of people who are going through the financial struggles right. of being, you know, being evicted. I know right. the memorandum ended this year, so a lot of people are facing eviction. Yeah. A lot of people, and I know for a minute we had a situation where we had to do stuff, but, you know, we got it taken care of, but a lot of people couldn't, didn't have it to get it taken care of. Yeah. You know, and in a minute we'll be buying property to make sure that we don't have the situation happen again, but a lot of people don't have it the way that we have it as far as they're not working jobs. They're not doing anything. They don't have something that can help them out with any extra additional income. Where the ends are not just finding means. So we just want to say, uh, you know, pray for those people that are going through all that right now. We know they're lifting mask man mandates and everything else. So Corona, Corona's still out here. Be safe. Yes. <laughs> and, but uh, other than that, uh, we just want to. Thank everyone. This is a longer podcast because we had a lot to unpack with the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. Uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, tunes in, listens, and uh, our next podcast. We will have another topic for you guys. We, we we're not going to go into what that is just yet, but just listen in for us. Um, and we and, and we do a sports episode closer to the weekend. I know. Uh, Basketball season's in full swing. Um, the Nets just had a blockbuster trade with the 76ers. And uh, baseball, they're locking the players out. So <laughs> they they don't want to pay their players anymore for some reason. I don't know what the situation there is. Mm. But, but if they're locking out million-dollar baseball players, imagine why they're treating people on their jobs. Mm. So, well, 
We'll see what happens with that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That baseball. You know, right. That's that big money. But, uh, but God bless everyone. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will. You all have a great night. Soon. Soon. Okay. <laughs>